You are now listening to the Doula Road Trip Podcast. My name is Jariel and I am a certified doula. After a quick and unsuccessful start in the birth industry over six years ago, I am returning in order to turn my passion into my career. In this show, I am going to share with you my journey and my hope is that we together can start up and stay up doing the work that we absolutely love. This podcast will be a resource, it will be a tool, and it will also be a point of reference for you as you start your journey into birth work. I want to share everything that I wish I knew before I started and answer some frequently asked questions that constantly pop up in birth work even now six years later. I would love for you to be able to find inspiration, to find community, and to also be encouraged that the work that you love can absolutely be the work that you do for the rest of your life if you want. So let's go ahead and get into the show. In today's episode of the podcast, I really want to talk to people who are undecided. So I remember graduating high school in 2008 and going to college as an undecided major. And yes, it probably was as crazy and as much of a waste of time and money as it sounds as I'm saying it out loud right now. But I do understand that sometimes as doulas, We have so many options and we know that we want to support people. We're not really sure what that looks like or where exactly we want to start on our doula journey. So I want to talk about going into birth work and doing something that is adjacent to doula work until you figure out what kind of doula support fits you, your lifestyle, and your personality. If you want to listen to the different types of doula work that you can enter into in an in-depth interview with people who are currently doing that work in order to hear what it's like, hear about the training, hear um, some insights and some wisdom from people that are currently in that field. Definitely check out episodes 7 through 13. Um, Those are the episodes where for World Doula Week, I picked a different um, part of our industry, whether that was antepartum doula work, postpartum doula work, labor doula work. Um, We also talked to a death doula or end of life doula. We talked about bereavement and loss support. So we talked about all of those in episodes 7 through 13. So check out those episodes. And then if you listen to those episodes and you're like oh my gosh it all sounds so incredible I'm undecided I don't know where I start where I want to start this episode is for you so there are a lot of doulas who ends up doing something that is sort of adjacent to doula work in addition to doula work they have other services that they offer in order to kind of guide people to their doula services so let's talk about that right now Number one for work that you can consider doing that is adjacent to doula work is birth photography. So birth photography, um, also 
maternity photography would be fantastic for you to get in front of potential people who would want to hire you as a labor doula, right? So if you're thinking, hey, I kind of think labor doula work is right for me or birth doula work is right for me, I'm not really sure. I'm not really ready to invest in training and certification at this point. You could always become a photographer. A lot of photographers are self-taught, but they do have um, photography training courses online. I know videoschoolonline.com is one place you can go in order to learn about photography and become a better photographer. Also, the equipment. So buying the camera and the lenses and the flashes would be a bit of a financial investment. You could always buy those things used through things like eBay or Amazon or OfferUp or Facebook Marketplace. But if you do feel like you do have a knack or a gift for photography, starting with birth photography, um, like maternity photography, doing the fresh uh, 48, which is the newborn session where the baby is just 48 hours old, supposed to be like the very first photo session all of those things would be ways in which you can get around expecting in new parents and decide later if maybe being a labor doula is something that is right for you all right so number two we're going to talk about massage so one part would be baby massage right or doing infant massage um, which would be something that would be a lower financial investment than investing in doula training you can do it pretty quickly and that also gets you in front of postpartum parents and even parents who are expecting so you get the both sides um, of that maternity journey you probably will see people in the third trimester to teach them how to massage their baby and then also in the fourth trimester as well um, for brand new parents which will be fantastic. Then the other part of that is doing prenatal massage, right? So this would be massaging people throughout their pregnancy. Of course, that's a very sensitive time. Different sorts of massage techniques can actually initial labor, right? So that's a very, very critical time where you would need a skilled licensed professional where you have this big belly, you have this baby, you have aches and pains, you want to feel better, but you also need someone who knows what they are doing so that way they don't trigger labor. So being a licensed massage therapist, whether that is through infant massage or through prenatal massage, would be another way to get close to um, handling and caring for maybe new babies and also expecting in new parents. All right, so number three is going to be childbirth educator. So being coming a childbirth educator actually is not as expensive as becoming a doula depending on what organization you choose, okay? So you do have to do your research. If you do go through um, some doula organizations that also have a childbirth educator portion, you're looking at maybe like anywhere from two to $500 of an investment to become a childbirth educator. And this will get you prepared, I feel like, for becoming a birth or labor doula because a lot of what we do is going to be teaching our clients, sharing resources, being knowledgeable about the phases and stages of labor, what their options would be for non-medical and medical pain medication. So it does give you a deeper dive beyond what a birth or labor doula training would go into. And it does position you as an expert. And so people will come to you in their third trimester ready to take your fabulous childbirth education classes. And then you can also direct them to your labor doula services 
or you can refer them to labor doulas in your area if you do have those sort of um, resources prepared, which of course you will because you will be that prepared instructor. And then also on the postpartum side, you will be able to tell your clients in your childbirth education class about not just preparing for the third trimester, but preparing for the fourth trimester as well. So childbirth educator is going to be number three. Number four is going to be newborn care instructors. So a lot of people are becoming parents for the very first time. There's not a whole lot of babies in their family. They're not sure how to bathe the baby or what a baby's like sleeping cues are. And so this would be a great time for you to offer a newborn care class for first time parents. So this probably would be given in the third trimester again. Also could be given in the fourth trimester if baby is already here perfectly fine it's not too late to take a newborn care class right so we're looking at how we can possibly um, position ourselves as a labor doula or even a postpartum doula at this point in the game and so that would be a fantastic service to offer it doesn't cost much money at all to become a newborn care instructor doesn't take much time and so you will be able to get out and get working immediately start offering your classes immediately and then take some time to consider what you would like to do as far as coming into birth work as a doula so we have photography, we have massage, we have childbirth educator, we also have newborn care instructor. And then for number five, let's talk about how we can start to prepare our grandparents and our siblings by becoming a prep instructor. So you can also teach grandparent prep classes and sibling prep classes. So let's be honest, a lot of times when people are becoming grandparents, there are so many new things on the market right like there's all of these new baby monitors and now they have these sanitizing bottle things and they also have bottle warmers and there's all these cool snoo um apparatuses where the bassinet is electronic and you can control it through an app right so as a grandparent that can be overwhelming when you want to watch your grandbaby and you're like oh my goodness, like what What are these new things? I remember my parents were so shocked that my daughter had diapers that actually had a yellow or blue strip that would tell you if the baby was like soiled or dry. They were like, are you kidding me? They never had these when you guys were little. And I'm only like, 31 so clearly I'm very young so things can change quickly in a short amount of time so having a grandparent class would be fantastic to be able to prepare grandparents to care for their new grandbabies and teach them about the new things on the market, how they properly use them, answer any questions that they may have and give them confidence. So when they are visiting their kids and they're holding their new grandbaby, they've had a little bit of practice. They know about the um, electronics. They can even maybe educate their children on what's out in the market and what can support them moment to moment. And then let's not forget about our siblings, right? So a lot of times our clients will have older children, right? They'll have children that are, you know, maybe toddlers and maybe a little bit older who are becoming like a big brother or a big sister and so we all know how that can go right for me when my little sister was born I was absolutely not happy I was the only child I was in Oshkosh Bagosh Bliss I did not want to share the spotlight and I did not want a little sibling right so just having those classes in order to just prepare 
toddlers and older children about what it'll be like to be an older sibling, maybe allowing them to get out some of their emotions and frustration like me. Like I absolutely do not want a sibling. Like what is going on? What are my parents thinking? So just giving a open and caring space where siblings will be able to um, express their emotions and then also learn a little bit about what it's like to care for a newborn, maybe even helping parents to help the siblings to feel included and special and not for gotten by you know maybe having the new baby give um, the older sibling like a gift and helping parents to plan that out and kind of think through how they can incorporate things and make sure that their older child does not feel left out Okay, so number six is going to be placenta encapsulation. In episode 11 of the podcast, I talked to Ashanti Rivera, who owns Women's Choice Perinatal Services, and she is a placenta educator, and she has created a signature program that will allow people to learn how to encapsulate the placenta. The placenta is actually an organ that is created by the body that connects the birthing person to the baby. It's how the baby gets oxygen and nutrients from the birthing person when the baby is born the placenta is also born and so the placenta is the disposable organ that is basically created just for the life of the baby Sometimes people do grind that placenta up and they put that into um, consumable pills. And so there are placenta encapsulators um, who are local to that birthing person who would be able to encapsulate that placenta and deliver it to that birthing person. People believe because the the evidence is antidotal. They haven't put the money behind the research to have evidence-based resources behind placenta encapsulation. So there's stories that say that Placenta encapsulation helps to balance hormones and also increase um, milk. If the parent um, does decide to breastfeed or chest feed, that can be really beneficial. So there have been said to be a lot of benefits to encapsulating and consuming the placenta. From what I've seen, placenta encapsulation training is generally like one day. Um, You do get additional things that you have to do whether that's like reading a book or um, also actually preparing a placenta and getting reviews from clients right so that will vary organization to organization it is cheaper to certify and start as a placenta encapsulator than a doula if I'm going to be completely honest usually you can come in to placenta encapsulation training at a couple hundred few hundred dollars and you will also be prepared to support clients right away and you can also charge a few hundred dollars for placenta encapsulation services so that's something to think about if you are interested in the placenta if that sounds like it may be intriguing you will be meeting people probably prenatally um, because they will want to put a plan like that into place before they go into labor because you do need to let the hospital know you need to sign a form um, or the birth center if you are delivering in those settings so meeting people in the third trimester, educating them about placenta encapsulation, maybe even educating them about doula support. So this would be fantastic for someone who is thinking about um, probably becoming a postpartum doula or an overnight um, newborn care specialist because people will basically be already in the third trimester it probably would be a bit hard to um, be a labor doula then because you're probably going to be seeing people in labor within the next two weeks not impossible but maybe just a little bit harder so 
All right, so placenta encapsulation, and again, if you want to hear even more in-depth detail about placenta encapsulation and what that looks like, listen to episode 11 with Ashanti Rivera. Okay, breastfeeding consultant or counselor would be the next one. So usually becoming a breastfeeding consultant does cost pretty close to what it costs to be a labor doula. It is also... um, pretty involved as far as what you have to do for reading and training you do have to pass a test right so it's a little bit involved but this could be fantastic for people who are considering postpartum doula support if you do want to enroll in some sort of breastfeeding chest feeding or infant um, or human milk class this could be a fantastic opportunity for you to give people education resources and support around something that actually people do struggle with um, when it comes to feeding their baby sometimes there are things that are preventing them from getting a good latch or they're not sure if it is a good latch or they want to know what types of formula would be the best suited to give their baby because they can only breastfeed for a certain amount of time or chest feed for a certain amount of time due to medications or maybe other um, ongoing immune system challenges excuse me that they may have within themselves and so you do want to be there in order to support that person in a non-judgmental way because there is a lot of judgment around um feeding from your body being the gold standard and formula being like shamed even now right and so there's not a whole lot of education about formula but there is a ton of education about um human milk and so just having that person who you can go to for non-judgmental support who will help you make the best decision for your baby and your family is just absolutely invaluable. I do want to say I do want to say as well that um, I now collaborate with a lot of um, CLCs what they call them certified lactation consultants and what I end up finding is that some people are working very well for my clients and then some people are not. So if you are a labor doula or a postpartum doula, you do find yourself coming up against like feeding feeding challenges for your clients. So what I do is I advise my clients prenatally to take breastfeeding classes, right? So if you are in the third trimester, now would be a great time to take a breastfeeding or chest feeding class and just to really get more information about human milk and feeding your baby. And so as a CLC, certified lactation consultant, or even as a um, breastfeeding counselor or peer counselor, you do find that you are seeing people in the third trimester and then sometimes you are troubleshooting issues in the fourth trimester. So this would be fantastic for anyone who's thinking about becoming a birth or labor doula as well as a postpartum doula. All right, next is going to be a infant sleep consultant. So how many people know that as a new parent, the number one thing that people are struggling with is going to be sleep. So a lot of new parents are completely and totally overwhelmed because they're not sleeping. Usually the first two weeks are the roughest and then that's usually when you get parents who are like, listen, I cannot take it anymore. I need to get some sort of overnight postpartum doula or some sort of overnight newborn care specialist or an infant sleep consultant. So from the research that I've done about becoming an infant sleep consultant, 
It is a bit of a financial investment and a time investment, and that can be comparable to that of becoming a doula. So you're looking at, you know, $600, $700 or more, depending on the training program that you choose. It can go all the way up to a little bit over $1,000, like $1,500. It's like the most expensive program that I've seen so far. However, a lot of infant sleep consultants charge anywhere from like three to five thousand dollars for packages so i will say that you do recoup your investment pretty quickly once you do land a client so that's something to consider also parents need sleep i have a podcast that is for expecting and new parents and the top one of the top episodes on that podcast is the one where I interviewed an infant sleep consultant and she's given out her tips as far as how parents can begin to get more sleep now, how they can gentle sleep train, other options other than cry it out. Like people want to know and they have so many questions. And so being an infant sleep consultant and coupling that with like postpartum doula services or even making it a continuation of care with your clients beyond being a labor doula will absolutely be beneficial to you because parents automatically know, oh, number one thing people say, go ahead and get your rest now because once the baby comes, you won't be able to sleep, right? So sleep is a major issue that comes up for new parents and I can guarantee you that they will be looking for you they will be excited to find out that you know that and they will book those packages immediately so infant sleep consulting could be another thing to consider from what I've seen you can actually do it in home or virtually so that's fantastic I do know um, sleep consultants who never go into a client's home they do all of their work virtually and I also know sometimes that they will stay in the client's home for a night or two or three in order to set that foundation set that solid routine and then allow the parents to have that check-in virtually and continue that support beyond um, that live-in situation that they had over those two or three nights. So variations in the way that you can support your clients, variations in the way in which you can teach your clients to help their babies to sleep. So that can be very, very beneficial and an awesome thing to consider to support new families. Okay, the next thing is going to be a herbalist. So a lot of times people want natural remedies for balancing hormones, for taking care of things like um, pregnancy, nausea, or um, any number of things in the postpartum period, right? Healing and recouping and getting back to normal, building up your immune system, making sure that if you do decide to breastfeed or chest feed, you have enough milk, right? And so a lot of people will turn to a herbalist in order to find out, hey, what what can I take naturally? What herbs can I take in order to do this? What herbs can I take in order to get rid of this cold? What herbs can I take to increase my milk supply? What herbs can I take to balance my hormones, right? And so being a really skilled and knowledgeable herbalist would be very beneficial to you and your clients. Usually being an herbalist does take a little bit of time as far as certification, but it's not always as expensive as becoming a doula, again, depending on what program you choose you can definitely find out more 
about the program, how much it costs, and what the investment would be up front. And if that is something that you think would be beneficial to your community and something that you can find a sector of people are looking for, then I would definitely, definitely um, suggest considering becoming a herbalist. Now, I will say that Anything I'm telling you as far as this episode goes for what you can consider, definitely first, make sure that there's a buyer, right? Make sure that there is someone who is interested in those services and make sure that it's a good group of people first, because the last thing you want to do is to pay for something and invest in something and then not be able to find a client, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to reverse engineer it. So if you think you're interested in massage, if you think you're interested in becoming a childbirth educator, if you think you're interested in becoming a newborn care instructor, first research in your area, does this already exist? Who is doing this in my area? And then try to see if you can even have a conversation with those people. Like, hey, I'm thinking about, you know, doing this too. I was just wondering if you had some time in order to answer a few questions. I was thinking about, um, you know, this as far as schooling and this and this. And I just wanted to know what your thoughts were, what you would do differently and just hear more about you and your business and how I may be able to support you. Right. So that's always one place to start. And then two, you want to find local parenting and mom groups on Facebook. So you want to find Dallas Attachment Parenting or Cleveland um, Natural Parenting or Chicago Infant Sleep, right? And so you want to make sure that there are parents in these Facebook groups that are having conversations and that are asking questions about how do I get my baby to sleep? who's a local placenta encapsulator, right? And just to make sure that there are people in your area that are searching for this, search on Google and see what the volume is for placenta encapsulator near me, right? And if there are, you know, thousands of people that have searched that term, then that might be a good indicator that people are looking for a placenta encapsulator near you. So, First, 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 and I learned this from watching um, this show on Discovery Plus called Undercover Billionaire. The first principle is that you always want to find a buyer before you start to invest in anything, right? So who is going to be my customer? Is my customer near me? Are they looking for me? What does the competition look like? What are they charging? What appears to be the volume that they're doing? You know, like, are they busy or are they not busy? You want to do that research first before you invest in anything and that includes becoming a doula okay so after you go ahead and do that research then you can make a decision about whether or not it is a good idea to move forward with that training and while you're in training you want to start to develop a plan for how you're going to get in front of customers right so how who am I going to collaborate with where is my customer before they get to me right where is my customer or client after they get to me and how can I begin to position myself in those places so that way they get to meet me along their journey and know what I offer and what I can do for them so if you are a placenta encapsulator find the newborn care instructors in your area also find the daycares in your area also find the childbirth educators in your area and begin to introduce yourself drop off your cards drop off your trifolds right 
or your rap cards that are giving people information about placenta encapsulation and say, hey, you know, I would love to set up a referral situation with you where you refer me, your clients, and I in turn give your clients this special offer or give you this special thing that will um, be mutually beneficial for the both of us for growing our businesses and having a holistic model that we care for your clients in, right? So you want to think about things like that way before you enter into an investment because the worst thing about the doula industry that I've seen is that people will spend thousands of dollars on training and education and then they can't land a client. And so then they're struggling and scrambling to figure out like, okay, where are my clients going to come from? Who am I going to serve? And then you can quickly become disenchanted and discouraged if you don't have a plan of action for how you are going to take what you know and get in front of people who actually need it right so just my little tip um, about reverse engineering the process right don't start with training start with research start with gathering information start with finding your client and then once you feel solid moving forward, then you go ahead and invest in training, okay? It's even better if you can create a wait list of people who you can reach out to um, and begin to schedule with even before your training starts. That's that's really a boss move and that will really um, allow you to have that confidence and be stepping into a business that is already busy rather than crickets, right? All right, guys, so... I feel like I'm rambling now, so that is it for me. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to um, hop over on Instagram. I am at Zula Road Trip. DM me any questions that you have. I would love to chat with you. I'm also on Facebook at Doula Road Trip, and you can hit me up there too. All right, I will see you guys in the next episode. (laughs)